0: I'm so tired. There's not enough hours in the day. Bullshit excuses. I've got too much to do. I have to work late. I have to run the kids around. The bullshit excuses. I have to get up early tomorrow. They end now. This is fitness for nine to fivers. You work day to day jobs. In fact, you may even have two, and you've been trying to fit in a healthy lifestyle. We have the solution. This is fitness for nine to fivers. And this is Andrew Marsham.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness for 95ers podcast with myself, Andrew Marsham. Today I am joined by an extremely special guest, someone who lives just 10 minutes down the road from me, 15 minutes down the road from me, uh, Mr. Christian Hill. Christian, how are you today, mate? I'm not too bad, mate. How are you doing? Good stuff, good stuff. I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing well. Before we get into things, just quick reminder for anyone who would like a completely free coaching call, um, if you want to screenshot the, the podcast or leave a review, I'll set you up with that to help you a bit more about your goals going forward in 2020. Also, for anyone who would like a completely free custom meal plan or an online workout and nutrition course, Hit the link in my bio or hit the link in the show notes, sorry. Or the link in the YouTube description and stick your email in and I'll get it across. But now that we've got that out the way, um, Christian, how are you today, mate? How's lockdown treating you?
2: Ah, it's not too bad, mate. I'm actually like I feel like one of the 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 weird ones that say they're actually quite taking a lot of positives from it. We've just been talking about it before this.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, in all honesty, ha- you have to take the positives from it. I said I said before I come on, I wasn't enjoying it, but that's only because I've missed out on the fucking five holidays. Um, I was but, always any. That, that's that. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think you're, you're spot on, mate. You do have to take the positives. Like, what are you working on? What can you focus on during this time rather than just kind of thinking about and framing the negatives? You know, something I was talking about in my stories the other day was focusing the cans, not the cans. You know, what can, you yeah. what can, you yeah. can you do that? Yeah. Can you do that? So, what have you been kind of focusing on over the last few weeks in lockdown?
2: so basically um, my sort of background is obviously you know that i'm a one-to-one trainer primarily and i've got a boot camp as well that's my sort of secondary uh, side of my business um which is all face-to-face one-to-one group i do absolutely zero online and i've had to adapt my full business online and i've it's something i've been wanting to do for a while and it's uh it's been a bit of a leap and um, it's kind of that's why i've kind of I've took a lot of positives because push me in the right direction. So um, basically I'm doing a sort of virtual service. So not conventional online, but the platform kind of offers group training, uh, tailored sessions, and it's all that sort of CrossFit style sessions, challenges and um, coach live resistance resistance sessions which I was very skeptical skeptical about doing because not a lot of folk have equipment so I've got folk using things like backpacks with books and bottles of water in them. <laughs> getting creative mate getting creative. So that's it mate and it's I realized that this wasn't a short term thing and see so just going, well we'll just wait till the gym open it's not a very practical way to look at things. So um that's really it man and a bit of an educational platform so I'm quite big on Getting everyone learning this stuff as well, so it's it's going really well. It's at sixty five members right now. Hundred percent, mate, and I think
1: at the, at the end of the day, we're all going to come out of this with a different skill set as well. You know, yeah. Um, I've never showed I'd never previously shown any interest or general, you know, knowledge towards home workouts and how to get creative and things. But it just shows you what you can achieve. You know, um, there's know. Still quite a good group of clients working through what I've got going at the moment as well with home workouts and things. So it's just about finding ways to, to adapt. And I think no, that's I mean. the mindset that we've all got to take we've all got to take to take into this at the moment. Um but if you don't mind, let's kind of dive into a bit more about your story. Where what what got you into the gym? Why did you start? Well, well let's kind of start from the start with, with yourself, Christian.
2: No, that's cool, man. So when I always tell everyone they laugh, I'm actually pretty pissed at sports. Um, I'm not a very athletic athletic person. Well, I wasn't. I am more now. And um, when I was younger, I was like, I wasn't. I wasn't overweight or anything, but I was a bit chubby. I struggled with things like I thought. Like when I was 13, I, I started getting into fitness. I started doing a lot of running, a lot of cardio, um, and that kind of got me into there. When I was 17, I joined the RAF, the Royal Air Force, um, and I spent five and a half years uh, in the military. And then after that, I left there and I started going on my own as a personal trainer. When I was in the military, that really sort of kick-started my fitness journey um just going to the gym a lot a lot of like, fitness based stuff i've always ran and um, but it was more sort of aesthetic space uh, training so all sort of weight training and um, and then i've always just done the sort of fitness thing on the side as well but now the sort of rules are reversed and i primarily focus on performance and aesthetics is just something that i, I do enjoy still weight training stuff like that as well and i do train weights obviously to hold the shape but my sort of main focus is on uh, performance now. Um Why I became a personal trainer was because when I was in the military, I was pretty fucking unhappy, to be honest. Uh, can you swear on here?
1: I'm fucking right, you can't, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 um, no, no, when you listen back to the intro, there's fucking all sorts in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, so, there's guy to do a professional intro, and he's swearing this fucking...
2: The- all right well that uh, if anyone doesn't like swearing they shouldn't follow me then because it's just the you way speak. Me, yeah. you, I
1: speak <laughs> and uh,
2: yeah so I wasn't a, a, a physical training instructor in the military I was at uh, what you call a scopey um which is basically the background of that is they call it a dot watcher from the war when they used to look at the big scope with the dot on it and right. um, that's the sort of bread and butter of my trade but I loved fitness I was an instructor for a year and uh, it was it was generally being like i just felt as if i wasn't reaching my potential in the forces i wasn't i didn't prospects and stuff and then i just i decided to take the leap of faith and i'd done it and uh since then things have been going pretty well about uh good one-to-one business pretty quickly just out of the fear of i didn't want to look like a tip for leaving the forces and <laughs> I, like it's, it's been great and i'm very very uh, i love what i do and i'm very passionate about what i do so it's pretty good
1: Good stuff mate good stuff so your main goals when you were kind of getting into the training when when did the gym start was it something you had done um when you while you were in the air force or something you got into then or was it something you started work long before then it was
2: actually long before me it was when i was like uh i got into the gym when i was well i say i got into the gym mate i went to the gym on a thursday night with my <laughs> uncle when i was when i was 13 yes and- in arms like that and it was in for a while it was like that and i did i trained a lot i trained weights and all that i did not have a fucking clue what i was doing but i mean i I was training so uh i was so i've got a good background in it like um but that's one of the main things i would obviously go back and change i would i would go and get a fucking coach because like i just waited like i didn't waste years oh people say that to me when they talk to me. like i feel like i've just been wasting time like you haven't been wasting time you've just not been optimizing your time Right, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I had someone on today as well. That, that an Irish guy
1: called Richard Donnell this morning, and um, then this, this afternoon, and th- think we both come away with, with the exact same thing. People always think when I'm saying this that, or maybe they maybe they don't, but. Um, what's the first thing you would do if you could go back to the start? It honestly would be to hire a coach, to get some help, to get some guidance, to yeah. get someone who knows what they're fucking doing um, because it's just going to save you so much time, like so much time. Um, but obviously kind of transitioning now over to where you're, where you're going forward, so you're switching over to more performance-based, things like that. What are some of the kind of main goals and things you've got going in your own training at the moment?
2: So um, you obviously know me looking at my page and stuff. like. I do a lot of running and stuff. Um, I've really, this year, taken a back foot on that. I've done a few events earlier on the year. I like trail running. I like hilly runs and stuff. Um, I like running Monroe's things like that. Um, but I'm not like, if you look at me, I'm like six foot two and I'm I'm like 86, 87 kilograms. I'm not like the best build for hill running, but I just like it because what it does for you. Um, but now my sort of focus is, uh, i've just kind of lost my love with running i just kept picking up uh, injuries yeah. and uh, i've just bought a bike there so really i must admit
1: i had a similar experience with running so uh, yeah. I yeah last year having a lot of knee problems and things Thankfully, it's been sorted now because I got a pair of insoles, and that was all that needed done. I mean, I was literally going it's crazy. To, I was going to see knee experts in the hospital. Nothing could fix it. They couldn't find anything wrong with it, but I could barely fucking bend down. I remember when
2: me trained that day. You had problems with your knee. You said you couldn't run.
1: Me, I was completely fucked. It was so bad, and then good, I, got a, I got a set of insoles, and within two weeks, my knee was brand new. That was it.
2: Yeah,
1: that was, and that it's was crazy it.
2: Completed I am um, the the sort of like so running's one of those things that I've always done and it wasn't up until probably about three years ago when I started tracking my runs and I was like I'm actually all right at this like it was like I had only I'd always ran just to run like for years I literally I was talking about this in my stories today what's the best 5k time uh 19 minutes 19 minutes 10 so um I but I was trying to beat that this year, then the injuries just kept coming up and I was like, you know what, I'm just packing and running for a bit. I'm gonna go back to it because one of my my sort of my you're saying about goals that I just love fitness, but one of the things I was wanting to do this year until the gym's shot was compete at CrossFit because I recently started yeah,
1: CrossFit. Right. I forgot you were into that, that's right.
2: And uh basically <laughs> in January, like I was talking to somebody in my gym and the guy went, Nah man, you'll be good to do They've got like what what do you call it? Um I, I'm so like I'm sure cross it's like R- Rx or something. I don't know, but is it it's basically the top one?
1: Yeah, we know the guy was like
2: to me because my cardio is good and my gymnastics is good, but my barbell works not good, mate. I'm I i can not like I'm strong, but I'm not like at the technique level where I can chuck about a barbell. And he was like yeah just go for rx and i was like if that's what it's called i sound like a tit if that's not what it's called and he's like just go for that and i was like all right mate there was handstand walks in it there was like i was like i can't do any of this what? so i pulled out and then i had plans to do another one and then with this full thing the the gym shut they guys are running. Uh, uh, ron and they were still providing workouts for the guys at the crossfit gym but because i've been doing my own thing it's all sort of CrossFit style training I've been doing anyway with my clients and stuff online and yeah. a lot of weight and stuff. So everything's just kind of, like, it's just skewered away, man. But um, since getting my bike, my sort of big fitness goal right now is uh, I've always wanted to do an Ironman. And uh, you know,
1: I, 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 I was talking to my girlfriend about this maybe a month ago and I said, one of my big goals, and it's not any soon, would be yeah. and an Ironman, the one yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah. There's not, there's not a famous yeah. one in Hawaii that's supposed to be grilling.
2: Yeah, there's there's there's, there's lots of them, mate. It's, but I remember I watched, a follow a guy. uh was, I can't remember his name, Ollie, and he was talking about it. And I messaged him, and he says it's the most expensive sport ever. Like I've just like spent a lot of money in a bike there. You need obviously your bike or your kit. You need multiple uh, suits, wetsuits, suits, running trainers that you're going to train in. Your entry fee is like five hundred pound. Mm. like just to do it you need to get professional swimming lessons because i can swim but not four miles do you know what i mean like i'm not going to be able to send me to so it's something that it's always been there but like since getting my bike last week and going out and doing some miles it's gave me a bit of a buzz to be like oh man this is i think this is something that i I want to do but it's that you have to commit a lot of time to it so i'm not like i'm i'm definitely one for taking on a challenge but i think as well like you have to be realistic and be like you have to commit like everything to that, like I've been doing a lot of different running ones. where I can still balance a bit of weight training. I can still do a bit of CrossFit and compete in these runs. But then, if I'm going to do an Iron Man, it's it's all or nothing. You need to be like cardio man.
1: <laughs> it, would be, it would be. I've just brainstormed brainstorms just hit me there. In five years' time, when I'm uh, when I've made it as an online coach, and
2: I've uh... <laughs> made it, mate. You have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, when I've made an online coach and do all the hell, what in the world? I think I'll I think I'll document my process of training for yeah. that man. Yeah, I think I, I think that'd be a very interesting series. Someone's probably done it. Yeah, um, well, that's, I've watched a few, and I, mate, I was literally thinking about this today. I was going that would be class to document that man. the guy that? And so, stay tuned for anyone listening. Um, I'll and Andrew's an Iron man. <laughs> we'll be in an Ironman. Either in twenty twenty, give me five years, right? Five years. i'm twenty twenty five. 2025. Let's say that 2025. We'll start document the process. Um, for what for whenever the Hawaii one is, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. But tying back into the training side, what I want to kind of frame these podcasts more around learn, learnings for, for for the audience for mistakes yeah. people can avoid and things like that. So, what are the the kind of three biggest mistakes you've made in your own training over the years, and what would you do differently now?
2: so the first i wrote these down earlier when you were talking about them so that the first one i would 100 percent do would be get a coach that specializes in whatever you're going to do so i just mentioned there about Ironman, man you would need a swimming coach i would want a coach to set him out a program if you're going to go about these things it's always worth having that guidance there and don't like drop that if it's your ego holding you back on something like that drop it because anyone that's ever been successful anyone that's ever accomplished anything has had some kind of mentoring or some kind of coaching but, it's like
1: people don't, the higher the higher level people's go the more fucking coaches they've got that's
2: it man people it's people crazy and like you, like you find there's this underworld of coaches man it's like yeah. yeah why didn't i know about this and it's like that is a hundred percent if you're going to pursue something whether it's Running, whether it's like our way, like like go and find someone that is good at that and learn from them, and that that's a big thing there. Um, and if a big sort of training point for me from doing some of the challenges and stuff I've done as well, um, in regards to like endurance events, running, uh, doing sort of anything at all, don't take on too much. A really really novice thing to do is like the ball starts rolling, you start snowballing, you're like this is brilliant. I love this event then you've got the stress of like 10 different events in the first quarter of the year and you're like how am i meant to do this how am i meant to train for that when i've committed to that and it's a it's a different ball game to muscle building because at the end of the day muscle only does two things it gets bigger it gets smaller whereas if you're doing endurance specific things training for a fast 5k or a fast 10k or uh i don't know whatever anything at all like a, a heli half marathon or You need to be specifically training for that. It's when you get people saying things like, oh, I want to do a tough mudder. I'm like, what training are you doing? I'm going to the gym and lifting weights. I'm like, mate, there's no bench presses on a tough mudder. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) You do something specifically in line. So don't, like, just, like, just small habits and build them up over time. And uh, what was the last thing? I wrote another thing down as well. Um, Big goals, few mistakes. Sorry, I've put them down here. So, (laughs) Um yeah, so I was saying about one of the big ones was just drop your ego, man, and don't care so much about what other people think. Like be willing to be like you have to be the biggest thing that I've learned by putting myself out there, by stepping into different things is you have to be willing to not be the best in the room. You have to be willing to be taught and you have to be willing not to let your ego get in the way. But a really good quote that I like is um what you practice in private will be rewarded in public so the more work you put into it it's just a case of like the world's best athletes like genetics play a part and um like their their body shapes play a part but at the end of the day they're extremely consistent and that's the sort of secret there's no secret it's just the fact that you need to be willing to show up every single day and and obviously put in a hundred percent but be clever when you're doing it get a coach don't take on too much and uh, drop your ego. That would be my biggest things when it comes to um, learning about endurance, sort of doing anything, cardio, running-based, or stuff like that.
1: Sounds good, mate. I like it. I like it. And when yeah. switching over to the nutrition side, what have you learned over the years in nutrition, and what, what going back to the start, would you do differently, do differently so, and knowing what you know now? I would download
2: my fitness pill.
1: <laughs> 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 Fucking great option, mate. At the end of the podcast.
2: i know man that's it yeah so i would just download my fitness bill um i would so going back to when i was talking about when i was younger when i said i was chubbier and i was wanting to lose a bit of weight i thought you had to run and i was just running like a hamster on a wheel i was putting jumpers on i thought that sweating meant that you were enabling fat loss i know i know someone who runs with a bin bag on still uh that's proper like 90s isn't it man like pure (laughs)
1: like the reason, that for anyone listening for context, the reason you run with a bin bag is boxers do it to drop weight. Aye. Drop weight for a fight so they de- completely dehydrate themselves. There is no aided fat loss benefit. If you're running with a bag on, you're a fucking clown. So please that. Please avoid that for anyone listening.
2: <laughs> yeah i was talking to my i been this i've been doing a three week cut as part of my online community recently and uh which i'm feeling pretty crappy for today man like i just feel quite low today um and i know i'm buzzing for my dinner after this um and i was talking about like don't confuse body weight with fat loss Do you know what i mean like there's so many short-term fluctuations like it's, it's crazy like just like, you could be in a deficit, losing fat, but you could be low on carbs in the morning, weigh in, eat, consume carbohydrates through the day, and you can be more than a kilo different, but you're still losing fat. That's just one of the big ones I've been using this week as an example. Like, don't use that as your your judgment of your progression, especially with your fitness. Don't base your fitness on your body weight. It's like a totally, it's yeah. just stupid.
1: Completely <laughs> abstract number, 100% agree. Um and Milka, now, This will be an interesting question. If someone came up to you and said they wanted to make five years of muscle building and fat loss progress in the next six months, what would you tell them to focus on?
2: I would tell them that to achieve that, they would need some really powerful steroids or a time machine. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm not controlling the use of steroids. Um, the, it's up to anyone if they want to do that, but it's not my thing. Um, the so realistically like muscle building and fat loss are an extremely patient and long-winded process anyone that you are comparing yourself to it's like comparing like someone else's chapter 20 to your chapter one you need to take your time to build up to it um, and the two things muscle building and fat loss like a lot of people like say things that oh you lose weight and uh, let, drop body fat and build muscle you can significantly drop more body fat than you can build muscle as well so it's two separate things there that like you can make great progress with fat loss you you could quite easily drop a pound of body fat a week if you consistently were in a deficit of 500 calories a day but realistically you're not going to be putting on a pound of muscle each week unless you're taking some kind of anabolic do you know what I mean so and again
1: people chasing overnight results, you know. Um, it's it's more about dialing in, getting consistent, finding a routine that you can stick to and enjoy and really focusing on what it is you want to achieve over the next six months. Now, there is ways to speed things up, et cetera, by being extremely consistent, by having a great program, by following a good nutrition protocol and just being consistent. That, 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 that'll that get you That's more that. next in yeah. six months and absolutely anything else. Um, but it is questions that come up often for the, how do I do this and that amount of time, you know?
2: Yeah. Oh, I feel I feel bad now. Everyone's outside clapping for the NHS.
1: Oh, so it is. It's eight o'clock. Oh, man. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a quick round of applause. Eight o'clock on Thursday, that's right. Um, but let's kind of switch into one of the more we <laughs> just <laughs> questions that questions to round things off. What's been your most embarrassing moment in the gym ever?
2: Um, I was thinking about this earlier on and uh, it's and I remember when I was working out in Cyprus when I was in the Air Force, um, I had my headphones in. It's like when you wear headphones. I was in a busy gym on like a Tuesday night on base and the gym was mobbed. It was a pure sweat box as well. And I had my headphones in and I just went to I was sitting on a chair doing like a strict shoulder press and I stood up and I like full force put my head into the bar and no one noticed and I just went back down. But I was in that much of shock I done it again. And then I done it again, but I done it three times, and I literally, honestly, I thought I was going to knock myself. That's you know basically when you're just like that panic you're like, no one's seen me, and you just keep getting up and doing the same thing, but no one's seen what? me. What? Oh. Really not much, man. Uh, but, uh, I was, uh, I was, that's a pretty crap one, man. But I have crossed over a few finish lines in uh, some absolutely horrible states uh, and really? in, in the pain cave. But apart from that, me, I couldn't. I felt quite boring when I was thinking about that. <laughs> I haven't really. I've not fell over squatting or anything. I've not, like, let one off when I'm doing something. Of, like, Have you um, ever, ever
1: trapped yourself with the, the bar on the bench? No, mate, I've actually not, man. I'm no, pretty I've good done, with I've that. done that a couple of times. Have no, you? Yeah. More, more than one occasion. More than yeah. one occasion, actually. <laughs> yeah. Which is, not, which is not fucking very amusing. Um yeah. But that's kind of going to round it off. Um, Christian, you get anything else that you'd like to add to the podcast, anything else um, you'd like to do? You know Where can the listeners find you? Anything like that?
2: Uh, not nothing. So basically, one thing I wanted to add on is um, right now I've got an online platform that I'm doing. It's, it's group training. It's basically essentially like an online bootcamp um, and I'm currently offering a free one-week trial. So if anyone's listening in and they fancy trying that out, and um, they like what the it's the, what I'm up, what I'm about and what I'm into, feel free to drop me a message and get involved in that.
1: Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Um, good
2: thank pleasure. you. Very much. Thanks very much for having us on today, mate. Um, it no, was problem. A, no problem. No problem. It it's good, mate. My, Spot on. My
1: pleasure. My pleasure. It was a good laugh actually from the conversation. was yeah, like it was. <laughs> yeah, it was good, mate. But hopefully you, you enjoyed that podcast hopefully you took something away from it and learned a few lessons as well um and be watching out of course for the man series in 2025 um, <laughs> and final notes for anyone who'd like a completely free custom meal plan or online workout course click the links in the show notes below and if you would also be so kind to leave a review let us know how you enjoyed the podcast drop us a message if you get any questions myself or Christian um and it's highly appreciated Well, thank you very much for listening, and see you all in the next one.
0: you've been listening to fitness for nine to fivers with andrew marsham you're a grown-ass human being you have a job maybe two kids errands bills a wife friends and while the excuse list gets bigger so does your waist that's where andrew comes in until next time find andrew on facebook at andrew.marsham.737 and on Instagram at Andrew Marsham underscore fitness. To reach out to Andrew, send an email at amfit1993 at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.